0: It's a Happy Families podcast with Dr. Justin Coulson. We're Luke and Susie, parents of three little boys. And this is the podcast for those of us who are time poor parents who just want answers now.
1: Dr. Justin Coulson's joining us in the studio. And as we look at this story that came out from 60 Minutes, we're talking about teenagers' addiction to computers, that it is the games and it's keeping them from school and parents just don't know what to do. Uh, there's two issues I see here significantly. One, of course, is the addiction of these children and the other... Is the parenting in this situation, and that has been torn to shreds in the midst of this? It, it's
2: been violent it and vitriolic. Been. It's been awful. I, I think, um, look, regardless of whether we agree with what other parents are doing, we, we are not in the situation. We don't know what's going on. Yeah. And it's so important that we have some compassion for parents who are struggling. Not every parent is uh, equipped, not every parent has the knowledge that you and I might have, or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we we could be so much kinder and so much more supportive of parents who are struggling. Yeah. And and the awful things that have happened to this mum in particular uh, from 60 Minutes, you know, parents... I I understand why people would say, come on, be the parent. Mm. Uh, but, you know, looking at the story and looking at most of the families where these kinds of challenges occur, there's usually other things going on. Mm. Yeah. You know, and, and it's so easy from a distance for us to stand back and say, oh, come on, people. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I just think we need to be a little kinder, a little more compassionate.
1: Well, you think judgment and harsh words are not going to help her. No, right
2: now. no, no. That's not the kind of thing that's going to make her turn around and say, "Well, I've uh, been told off by everyone, and now <laughs> oh, I'm going you're to be right." Better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's right.
0: doesn't seem to work. No, and is it a case where we almost uh, the, the harsher words are best served for those who are only going to get a little bit wrong in a sense, like because you can be shaken into making a couple of simple decisions different. But as you say, there's more going on here, probably. So therefore, it's a big step from from where they are to getting it right. So there's no point screaming about the end result. Let's take little steps along the way?
2: I have a friend who says the only people who should judge are those who know everything and love perfectly mm. that rules most of us so, out. So me yeah, well, except for, <laughs> except yeah. for Luke yeah. uh, and, and so again you know, we don't know what mental health challenges uh, are going on in, yeah. in anyone's family or what kind of economic pressures, what kind of, uh, you know, the children may have some learning challenges. I mean any of these things could be going mm. on, we just don't know. It's, it's better to not judge, it's better to be compassionate and sympathetic yeah. and offer our support rather than tearing people down and thinking yeah. we're Better because by golly, our kids are going to embarrass us one day too. It's almost guaranteed.
1: <laughs> yeah. Are we able to talk solutions for a yeah? Teenager? I think that that's
2: I think that's probably where we're best off yeah. focusing. You know, mm. what do parents do uh, at the risk of sounding a little bit harsh? It's worth reminding parents that under normal circumstances. We do need to actually set limits. Kids won't get addicted if we set effective limits from the beginning. What often happens though is, do you know the story about the camel in the desert that wanted to get into the tent because of the sandstorm? And it said to its owner, you know, the sand is blowing so much out here, just, I can't breathe. Can I just put my nose in the tent so I can breathe? And the owner says, well, only your nose. And then he says, but the sand's biting my eyes now. Can I just put my whole head in so that my, you know, my head feels okay? And then the camel complains about its body. And next thing you know, the camel is in the tent and the owner has no space and ends up getting out of the tent because Mm. how do you move a camel out of the tent? (laughs) And it's the same sort of thing with our kids and their device usage. If we don't set effective limits early on uh, and if we don't talk through useful... Uh, Screen time processes Early on It gets much harder Once they're bigger Once they're You know I mean In the 60 minute story We've got a child Who's being Physically violent Towards his mother When she says no You're talking about Setting boundaries From the start Which is great But many of us Are
0: probably past that point
2: (laughs) Well, Well not just that But our boundaries work While we have the capacity To I guess, enforce those boundaries. Mm. Uh, the interesting thing about the story on 60 Minutes was this mum says, uh, you know, he becomes aggressive. We've had to call the police. Um, I've ha- I've been headbutted. I've had concussions. He is bigger than me. Yeah. Mm. And, and so there, there does come a time, and every parent experiences it, somewhere around 14, 15, 16, maybe 17 at the latest, where children, if they really do want to rebel, they, they just will. Mm. And Parents do feel helpless. And that's kind of when I turn around and I say to these people, saying, just be the parent, just you know, have sanctions or whatever it is. Yeah. It's kind of like, well, have you ever been in that situation? Because I- I've dealt with hundreds of families who have been in that situation and when they try to enforce sanctions, the kids run away or the kids yeah. destroy things or yeah. things get really, really horrible. Now-, now, hopefully that doesn't happen in most times, but it happens in enough for me to know that just going all hardcore on yeah. the kids is not going to fix things up. Yeah. Mm. Got to point out as well, I've just run a, a survey with just under 400 Australian kids, uh, and, and the research that I've done con- is consistent with a whole bunch of other research from around the world. The more time kids spend online, the more there will being drops.
1: Yeah, right.
2: So, we again, we've got to set these limits early, and we've got to have these conversations with our children from the start. So,
1: okay, I, what if? We need to hit the what if. I didn't
0: understand any of that. <clears throat> that there being drops.
2: Yeah, their well-being, sorry. Oh, their
0: well-being. I said being decreases. <laughs> okay. yeah. Their oh, well-being drops. My, my ears heard that okay. <laughs> they're being drops, as mm. if that's a name of something they're doing. Okay, cool. Sorry.
1: So if sanctions don't work mm. and you're past the point of it being early on setting limits, what can you do?
2: The only thing that you can do is talk. Mm. Uh, well, actually, there's a couple of things you can do. Let's start with talking. I think talking is still the best solution here. Uh, When we're not in the moment, I mean, trying to have any sort of a disciplinary conversation with anybody, child or adult, when you're in the emotion of the moment is going to be ineffective. You you don't say to your kids, I'm sick of this Fortnite problem. I'm sick of this Snapchat, Instagram problem. Mm -hmm. Get off now. That's it. I've had enough. Uh, Let's have a conversation about this Mm -hmm. now. That just doesn't work. So we need to make sure that everyone's calm. Go somewhere public. and Sit down with a pen and paper and say, we need to talk about this. What are you noticing? Mm. And in- involve the kids. Get their input. What are you finding? What are you feeling? Yeah. Why is this happening? Let's discuss this. Uh, we want to explain, explore, empower. I talk about it with you guys all the time. It's yeah. the best discipline strategy there is. Mm. Explain our point of view. Explore theirs. Empower them. What do we do from here? How do we come up with a solution? But get really clear as well that... Y- Now that we've come to an agreement, if this agreement is not held by you, what's going to happen? So there has to be a level of agreement that, you know, the 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 gaming console will be put away, or the um the Wi-Fi will be turned off at night and hidden in the safe. Uh, you know, we've got to come up with appropriate limits because the reality is that these games have been designed to hook our kids, and they do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so it, it, that's the 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 tricky thing is you go
0: that's exactly what they're, they're they're achieving in that in that case the extreme,
2: but they're achieving their actual outcome desired by the designers. Isn't it, it? It seems like a moral vacuum. The more successful we are, the more your well-being will suffer.
0: Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, that makes us excited about the world, Justin. <laughs> but that, that's what these people are doing, right? Yeah. That, that's
2: exactly what they're trying to do. The, yeah. the games are designed to grab our attention or our yeah. kids' attention and keep it. So, so our job as parents is is pretty simple. We've got to keep our relationship strong. The more we focus on being angry, the more we focus on sanctions, the more we focus mm. on punishments, the more we rupture the relationship, ignore the reasons that are underlying the behavior in the first place, and create increased friction and selfishness mm. with our children. Our best bet is to have conversations at peaceful times with with no devices around, when everybody's calm, maybe we're buying them a hot chocolate, buying them a nice breakfast at a favourite cafe down the road. Uh, These conversations always happen best in the mornings, by the way. There's this thing that psychologists have discovered called morning morality. When we wake up in the morning, we're just much more moral than we are by the time we're hungry and tired and it's late in the day. Yeah, wow. We're more patient, we're more compassionate, we're more empathic. Mm. So we have these conversations on a Saturday morning. We go down to the cafe or go for a walk along the beach or in the park or whatever it is. And talk, it's valuable to write the stuff down so that we can see it clearly and then we come up with solutions together.
0: I would imagine that someone in the situation of this mum, just to wrap it up, probably needs, it's so far down the track, she probably needs someone to help mediate these processes. And
2: that was the last thing I was going to say. Mm. There will be some families for whom this advice is just not enough. Mm. Uh, the, the, the horse is bolted. Things are so serious. There's violence, there's aggression, there's threats, there's things being broken. If that is occurring, you can try this, but I would suggest that getting some professional help would be yeah. even mm. better.
1: I yeah. want to give her a great big hug and say it's not over yet. Just hang in there, Mum.
0: Dr Justin Kilson, the author of Happy Families, thank you so much for uh, helping us try and create one or two of those in this time. Glad to be with you.
1: If you enjoy the podcast, please take a moment to rate it on iTunes. When you do that, it increases the visibility of the podcast and helps more people to find it. And if you're not a subscriber, jump onto Apple Podcasts and subscribe so that you can hear every episode as soon as it is uploaded. For more information on all of Dr. Justin Coulson's books, programs and podcasts, go to happyfamilies.com.au or if you'd like to have Dr. Justin Coulson speak at your school or event, go to justincoulson.com.